It's Daily Thunder, booming out the truth of Jesus Christ every weekday morning from our studio on the Ellerslie campus in Windsor, Colorado. To learn more, visit ellerslie.com. Hi, I'm Leslie Ludy, joining you today for Daily Thunder, and I'm really excited to be here. We are talking today about lifting high the name of Jesus and our temptation as humans to try to lift high the name of Jesus in our own strength, with our own wisdom, looking around at what's attractive to the world and trying to use those techniques to proclaim Jesus to this world. I know that I can really relate to this on so many levels. When Eric and I first started traveling and speaking We had a message that was very bold and straightforward. It was about giving up your life completely to Jesus, letting him come into the center of your life, especially your romantic life. And we were speaking a lot to young adults and singles groups and college groups. And there was a lot of pressure that we felt to add bells and whistles to our message. Our message was very straightforward. And we didn't do a lot of entertaining along the way. We just kind of spoke it like it was. And we were seeing some really amazing response to doing that. I remember the first time we spoke to a group of about 700 young people in Boulder, Colorado. They did not act like they wanted to hear anything that we had to say. They were used to being entertained in this big youth group environment. And we came in without really any entertainment, just speaking this bold truth. And at first I thought, you know, there's no way that these kids who are so used to skits and light shows and rock concerts and kind of a little bit of truth woven into all that, how are they going to handle two days? Because it was a two-day event that they were coming to of just plain spoken truth. And yet at the end of that event, these young people were responding wholeheartedly all over the auditorium. They were on their faces, just weeping, giving their lives to Jesus. And I remember one girl specifically came up to us at the end and said, we've been waiting for years for someone to actually just speak straight truth to us. We're so used to being entertained when someone like you comes in and just speaks the truth and doesn't try to gloss it over with distraction, we can actually receive it. And that was a really powerful lesson to both Eric and I to not give into that pressure to feel like, well, we have to water down the truth or we have to add a lot of distraction and bells and whistles to get our point across. We begin to recognize that when Jesus Christ is lifted high as the primary focus, even if it doesn't compete with the bells and whistles of the world, it can change lives. I remember being at a speaking event one time in Chicago, and we were speaking uh, probably for about three hours. And the youth leader of this event, it was a young person's event, decided to put a rock concert for about 30 minutes in the middle of our speaking event. So we spoke for like an hour, then there was a 30-minute rock concert, and then we closed for about an hour. And the reason he did that is because he thought, well, you guys aren't doing anything exciting in your message. You're just speaking truth. And these kids are not going to sit through that. It's going to be really boring for them. And so he thought the rock concert would be what would keep people interested. What was interesting is the first hour when we were speaking truth without a lot of bells and whistles (laughs) associated with it. The, the young people were riveted to what we were saying because they, were, they had never heard plain tro- spoken truth before. Again, it, they were used to being entertained in church. And then the rock concert came on, and the rock concert was not 
deep or truth focused it was just entertainment and half the kids walked out and they just they were outside goofing off and then as soon as the rock concert was done they were all back in there and they were glued to their seats as we were speaking and 30 40 minutes maybe an hour or two after we were done they were still in the sanctuary on their faces doing business with God their hearts were ready to receive that plain spoken bold truth but they had never really been given that opportunity now this is not because Eric and I were these incredible dynamic speakers and we just had this incredible way of communicating we simply lifted high the name of Jesus and we didn't distract with worldly things to try to keep them entertained and keep them interested So all throughout our ministry, this is something that God has challenged us with. Not that it's ever bad to use technology or the arts or music or video in some creative way, but we have realized that Jesus Christ and him crucified must always be what draws people. It always needs to be the attraction. Jesus said, if I am lifted up, I will draw all men to me. And there's a really amazing story in Christian history from an evangelist named R.A. Torrey. He was an American evangelist in the early 1900s, and he went to England felt feeling compelled to hold revival meetings in London. So he booked the, the biggest venue that London had at the time, which was the, was the Royal Albert Hall. It could hold several thousand people, but it was very hard to draw a crowd to fill a big venue like that unless you had really famous opera singers or circus performers, jugglers, because at the time, in that day and age, that was sort of the pop culture attraction, opera singers and circus acts. So he said, well, no, we're not going to do any of that. We're just going to book this venue and we're going to trust God that as we lift high the name of Jesus, that truth, that power of the gospel will draw people from all around the city. And Christians even challenged R.A. Torrey, and they said, you're going to at least need to break up this preaching with some opera singers, like at least bring in a juggler or a performer for a a short period of time. Otherwise, you're going to lose people's interest. And he felt so strongly that God was telling him to lift high the name of Jesus and not bring in those distractions. And so that's what he did. And what was so amazing is the same exact thing that Eric and I saw when we first started traveling and speaking as he lifted high the name of Jesus, just spoke the gospel message and didn't worry about trying to make it attractive with worldly technologies and techniques. He had this huge crowd that would come night after night. In fact, thousands more would be standing out in the rain waiting to get into a second service. And he didn't just book this Royal Albert Hall and fill it for a night or two. He filled it for several months, night after night. And the revival that broke out, the repentance that came was absolutely astounding. Nobody could believe it because it was just simple, unadulterated truth, plain spoken truth. So one of the things I've noticed in Christianity today is that churches are often trying to compete with the world. And in our own individual lives as Christians, we can feel the pressure to compete with the world. The world has trying to dazzle everybody with laser light shows and really, you know, incredible music and really artistic video or whatever it might be. And a lot of times churches think, well, the best way to draw people to Christ or get them to come to our church is to compete with the world. So whatever the world is doing, whatever is the latest and greatest out there in the world, we as Christians are going to mimic that and cause sort of a, create sort of a Christian version of that. And that's what will draw people. And in our own personal lives, we can feel the same way. It's like in myself, I can't just, you know, with what I have, I can't just represent Jesus Christ. I need to, you know, go after these worldly techniques and impress people. That's the only way they're going to be drawn to the gospel. 
One thing I've noticed is that when churches fall into that, the world doesn't need more bells and whistles. People who are hungry and needing truth and seeking truth, they need Jesus Christ. They don't just need another rock concert. They don't just need another artistic video. They need the truth of Jesus Christ. They are so oversaturated with the bells and the whistles of the world that when we just add that into the church, they're just kind of like, why would I go there? I can get that. I can just turn on my TV or click on my phone and get the same thing. But when they see believers who are living high the name of Jesus. And they are not trying to distract from that purity and that simplicity of the gospel. People are drawn to that. Their hearts resonate with that because it's showing something better to live for than the distractions and the bells and whistles of this world. And that is true whether we're talking corporately in a church setting, when we are willing to let the cross be the attraction, when we're willing to let the truth of Jesus Christ be what draws people instead of feeling like, oh, unless we have this, unless we have that, no one's going to be interested. We will see incredible things happen in the church when we are willing to do that. Also in our own individual lives, if you are feeling weak and inadequate, like, oh, I can't, I can't be entertaining enough. I can't be witty enough. I can't be funny enough. I I can't really share the gospel in a way that's going to move people's hearts. Remember that it's not anything that you can bring to the table. It's not any technique of the world that is going to draw someone's heart. It's Jesus Christ and him crucified. And God says that he uses the foolish things to shame the, the wise. Oftentimes it's the foolishness of preaching, something that the world looks at and says, well, that's not exciting. You know, it's just preaching the gospel. And yet that resonates so deeply with people's hearts. And so I would encourage you not to feel that pressure to think you've got to bring something exciting or entertaining to the gospel. Lift high the name of Jesus and your life, your testimony will begin dramatically impacting others. So even though we have this this world that constantly pressures us to use flashy things to gloss over the gospel. Remember the power, the simple purity of the gospel. When I first started speaking, I was given 30 minutes to speak at this mother-daughter tea. And they said, you know, you're going to have all this time. And so I thought, oh, I'll just warm up the crowd and I'll tell a few jokes and I'll let my personality shine through and then they'll be ready to hear the truth. Well, at the last minute, my talk got reduced to four minutes. And I thought, there is no way I can communicate. I can't win my audience over in four minutes. This is going to be a disaster. But then I began to recognize, okay, in those four minutes, I want to use every one of those minutes for the glory of God. So I got up there. I didn't really even introduce myself. I couldn't tell any jokes. I couldn't win the crowd over. I couldn't warm up the audience. I just spoke truth for four minutes and it was life-changing for those who heard me. And that can happen in your life as well. So who has God put in your life to share the gospel with, to be an example of Christ? If you think about those situations in terms of like, oh, I need to do something to doctor up the gospel, it's going to be a disaster. But if you think in terms of I'm going to simply be a vessel to lift high the name of Jesus, let the cross be the attraction, God can really begin to dramatically work through your life. So that's my encouragement to you today. Lift high the name of Jesus and watch the world be changed as a result. Daily Thunder is a listener-supported production of Ellerslie Discipleship Training. At Ellerslie, we are laboring to rouse the Church of Jesus Christ out of its lethargy and build brave-hearted Christians for such a time as this. Daily Thunder is streamed daily, Monday through Friday, from our studio in Windsor, Colorado. And our weekend church service is delivered live and streamed at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Join us at live.ellerslie.com. Note that our live weekday in-person version of Daily Thunder is scheduled to resume this upcoming June in conjunction with our training season. Learn more at ellerslie.com. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.